Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. I'm going to give you a crazy revelation you never heard before on marine spirit and uh, double-mindedness. Well, God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani, uh, lead pastor of Amazing Church located here in South Bronx, New York City. I'm an apostle to the revelation of deliverance. So if this is your first time logging on, just know that anytime I'm on the air, uh, we just talk uh, revelatory, edgy, controversial topics that the Holy Spirit gives me. Um, so on this uh Facebook page, you're not going to find, you know, the normal pastor stuff. Those who listen and watch this page are looking for a deeper insight on the realm of deliverance and dreams and things like that, apostolic and the prophetic and stuff like that. All right. So, yeah. Hey, normally um, topics like marine spirit. I'm, let me just show you how my mind works. Uh, and those of you that watch the webinar will know that I repeated myself in this particular area maybe about two to three times. Topics like Jezebel, Incubus, Succubus, uh, Water Spirits, uh, Jezebel, Python, Leviathan, those topics bore me. I'm not that deliverance guy. I, I talk about demonic residual in the cells and in the DNA, demonic technology and, you know, and mind control within... Uh, the epigen within the cells of, of 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 human DNA and epigenetic modification and, and and that's the demonic stuff that I talk about. You know what I'm saying? That's my grace level. So uh, you're not gonna find me talking about like you know uh, you know incubus, succubus, and Python and all that stuff. There's a place for that. Those topics bore me. I feel like that's like those are oversaturated. Like the, the market is oversaturated with that stuff. You know I. I you know, my mind operates with, can a person be born gay? You know what I'm saying? And like, and then I look into, I, I get revelation on a person can be born with uh, 
demonic information. How my mind works is I look for demonic binary codes within human DNA that took to, uh, and connect the dots on how uh, why people act like that and why they think like that. You know, and you can find this in the book of Leviticus chapter 13, uh, where it talks about contaminated houses, contaminated skin. Uh, and it talks about the mildew on the walls, you know, um, and particular like I look for demonic colors. You know, when I'm looking at somebody, I could see I could see color patterns and I, I know exactly what demon is there based on a color pattern. You know, uh, Leviticus chapter 13 talks about, you know, uh, mildew on the walls and and you and the priest was supposed to look for specific colors. You know, if, if it was red, it was infectious and contaminant. You know, if it was pale, uh, it was uh, it was previously contaminated, but the scar is there. Like, that's what I look for. So I'll connect. I'll, I'll like connect certain Dots with certain stuff and I'll go. I know why I, I know why they think like that. You know what I'm saying? Like my view has changed if a person can be born gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I need you to go back two to three videos and I do a whole video on epigenetic modification and its connection between uh, you know people being genetically predisposed with demonic information in within the binaries of their very cells waiting to be awakened. Because the word, the word Beelzebub means Lord of the Flies. And a fly has larvae. And, a, and, and, if, and if anybody knows anything about larvae and, uh, f, you know, uh, insect larvae, a larvae can sit in the water, in the ground for years. It could just sit there. It could just sit there for years. Um, and when the right conditions come around, you get... All it takes is one rainstorm to come and there's an infestation of millions of mosquitoes just coming out, coming out the ground. Like uh, anybody that lives down south know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you from Caribbean Island, you know, a rainstorm come and next thing you know, there's mosquitoes everywhere. You know, there's an infestation like so when, we, when I look at Lord of the Flies, you know, Beelzebub, I, I look at, OK, a person can be born. Uh, with larvae. That is why the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes that flies ruin ointment. Did you catch that revelation? Now you know the connection. Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies. It's the flies that ruin the ointment. The flies that ruin the ointment, which means you could be anointed, but under the right conditions, you find that flies just kind of and just ruin your stuff. You, did, you, did, did you catch that revelation? So that's kind of like where my, where my mind works. So I make the connection between, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, I make the connection between uh, demonic technology implanted in a person and then four generations later, there's a Manchurian candidate that just is given over to the devil in a bloodline, which means that that's why most parents sometimes don't understand. I, my mama was Christian. My great grandmother was Christian. I'm Christian. But my child is the devil. Like my child, what the heck happened? My, my child just went full-blown devil. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because there was something, the larvae was going down the bloodline and boom. Now, now watch this. 
just so I can show you how this thing kind of works, and then we'll get into Marine. Um, now you know why God was trying to kill Hezekiah. Uh, God was trying to kill Hezekiah. Hezekiah was in the middle of his prime, doing what God wanted to do, and then the prophet comes and says, get your affairs in order, in three days you're going to die. And the, and, the, and the king starts interceding. He starts interceding. And God, and before the prophet left the palace, he turned him around and said, the Lord say, I give you 15 years. But let me tell you why God was trying to take him out. Because if you read the text, well, you have to find this. It doesn't say it, but you have to find it. Within those 15 years, Manasseh was born. It actually tells you when Manasseh was born. Like three or four chapters later, Manasseh was born. He was the worst king of Israel. 52 years uh, led Israel down the darkest debauchery ever. Even though in the end he converted, but the Bible said he couldn't undo what he did. He just converted and he was saved. So the reason why God was trying to take him out was because he knew Manasseh was coming. And if he could take him out before Manasseh was born, Israel would go in a alternate, an alternate timeline. You're not ready for this, man. Like. And, and, and let me tell you something. There is alternate timelines. Oh, you don't believe? So I can prove it to you in the Bible. Now you know why God gave Joseph two dreams. Both had the same ending, two different timelines. You missed that revelation. You, you missed that revelation. Same dream, two different versions of it. Which means if his brothers never sold him to slavery, the bread would bow down. And if his brother sold him to slavery, the stars would bow down, which means he'd be prime minister. Whether he'd be a peasant, bread, or whether he'd be prime minister, they're both going to bow down. Whichever way this plays out, it's going to bow down. Do you see what I'm saying? There's alternate versions. They're not ready for this, man. I keep. This is all Bible, man. This is quantum physics, Bible stuff. I can prove this stuff biblically. Do you see what I'm saying? One purpose Two different alternate timelines, which means if his brothers never sold him, he would remain a farmer. But his brothers would still bow down. His brothers would still bow down. Did you catch it? And if his brothers sold him, he would be prime minister and his brothers, which are stars, would still bow down. So the stars bow down and the bread bow down. The stars, higher dimension. The bread, lower dimension, economic status, which means uh, higher dimension, prestige, pedigree, uh, uh, prime minister of Israel, uh, or a, tr a, a tribe wandering in the wilderness, uh, um, descendants of Abraham, but agricultural tribe, a farmers, a bunch of farmers and shepherds. Did, did you see what I'm saying? All going down the same line, going down the same, ultimately was, is this, that his brothers, his brothers, his brothers were going to bow down regardless. Qu alternate timelines. Did you catch that? Did you catch that revelation? Okay. So, uh, when your mind is open when your mind is open, I'm not talking about being woke. That, that's fleshly wisdom. I'm talking about when your mind is open, 
you know, and, and, and your heart is pure. God is able to show you. He's able to connect all of this stuff. Now, what does this got to do with marine spirit and larvae and all of this stuff? Very simple because it's all interconnected. You just got to not be afraid to connect the dots because you're so scared of being in error. Like I'm not, I'm never worried about being in error. I follow, the Bible says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of the king uh, to uh, search the matter out. Kings go down this path I'm on. If you're afraid to go down this path because you're afraid of error, you're not a king. You're a servant. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. You're a servant of God. But then there's kings that serve under a king. We, we campaign revelation, which means we go looking for it. And even if it leads to a dead end, we picked up a whole bunch of other stuff on the journey. Now watch this. Marine spirit is all part of that. Because the marine spirit has to do with water. Let me, now, now, now what I'm about to say, you probably, now this part you probably know. Okay. There's a reason why in the end time, when God recreates the heavens and the earth, he eliminates or omits the sea, S-E-A. All right. If you go read this Revelation chapter 21. It says, behold, I do all things new. I create a new heaven. I create a new earth. And then the verse here said, and then the verse goes on to say, and there will be no more need for a sun and no more sea. Now, why is there no need for a sea? S-E-A or the waters It's because the waters are a prison. The waters has always been a prison for what? For the demonic. Uh, the waters have always been a prison. Waters are a prison because the word waters, if you keep going into the Greek, it leads to the word abyss. And abyss is deepness, deep, the deep. Okay, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the prison. Or rather, the Spirit of God was the prison warden over the prison. And then he said, let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be. But prior to that, these, did, did you catch it? All right. So uh, the sea, the waters are a, are, a, are a prison for, you already know, you, you, you know, that is why the deeper we go on earth into the abyss, the more hideous the creatures look like. Haven't you noticed that creatures that live in the Marianas Trench, None of them are beautiful. None of them look beautiful. None of them look worthy of God's beauty. The deeper you go, the more hideous they look. There's a, there's a reason. There's a reason for that. All right. Okay. So, uh, all right. Now, now keep, now. So when I, so, so when I make the connection of marine spirit, I'm not thinking Leviathan. The topic of Leviathan bores me. That's a boring topic for me because, all right, it's the king of pride. Okay. We get it. Okay. What else? Because the, the marine kingdom is a vast, vast ocean of creatures we have not tapped into yet. We have not explored deep enough to be able to find, to be able to find, uh, uh, to be able to find, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, animals that live in the deep that we, we, we discover. And when we discover, we go, oh, you know, we've explored more space than we have the abyss. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, so in order for us to be able to allow ourselves to be um, 
uh, watch this. Allow ourselves, look at this. Allow ourselves to be able to get insight. You gotta, you gotta go deep. You gotta go deep. You gotta go deep. You gotta go deep. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. These waters, now obviously there's a water of life and water is the, you know, the sustenance of life. That's a whole other revelation. Guys, don't get literal with what I'm saying, okay? Keep in mind, it's obviously water of life. We're made of 70% water and all of that stuff. But, but watch this. But technically, these waters are a prison. Now watch this. Waters also um, carry information. The wa waters carry information. This, this, and you could just go look this up in science. They're just discovering this, but we, the Bible, been talk about it. You just gotta, you gotta dig deep. You know what I'm saying? And and get out of this evangelical bubble that we're living in. Okay, so watch this. These waters have information. Now the waters are a prison. Now watch this. Where, wherever these water, now, now we know that water holds information because the Bible says the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which means the waters already cover the sea. And then there's the knowledge of the Lord that that's going to cover it as, that will cover the covering. Did you catch? So water, is a, water carries information. Okay, now watch this. Okay, Lord of the Flies. Watch this. Lord of the Flies. Look at this. Lord of the Flies. Uh, larvae. Waiting for the right condition, which usually is what? Water, which is why when it rains, there it goes. You're saying, okay, so this water gets sprinkled on Beelzebub larvae and out of nowhere, you could be doing great. Okay, let me give you another example. You could be doing great until you receive an importation of their waters. And every demon inside of you that had a larvae just got activated and then you don't, you can't figure out what the heck happened? I was fine until so-and-so prayed for me. I was fine until so-and-so laid hands on me. What the heck is going on? I got this migraine, a headache, and, and all this other stuff. Why? Because the, the waters have this information, and once it connects to the larvae, it produces this other stuff. Okay, so that's just one aspect. I could kind of keep going into multiple dimensions, and, and then water being frozen, and a whole other other stuff. Now watch this. So we're dealing with the waters and we're dealing with demonic, demonic uh, territory in the waters. Now watch this. The Bible says. Now here's what I'm going to show you that you never saw before. The Bible says that if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Who gives to all men liberally. Right? And then the verse says, What's this? But when you ask, ask in faith, doubting, doubting nothing. Right? And, and then look at this. You ready? Because he that doubts, it's like a wave. Huh. If you don't catch that, he that, for he that doubts, or he that is double-minded, a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways, for they are like a wave in the water. 
Wait, 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 wait. Do you see the... No, no, no. You see, you're being evangelical right now. You're not catching it. Because I'm reading a comment. You're being churchy. The Marine is in the water. The double-minded man is being tossed by the Marine spirit. You keep thinking doctrine. You, you see how evangelical your mind is getting? Uh, 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 every wind of God, you know, uh, you, you're going into Ephesians chapter 4. I'm not talking about Ephesians 4. That's another way of looking at that. The Bible says a double-minded man is like a wave tossed by the waters. It doesn't say tossed by the wind. Ephesians 4 says tossed by the wind. Did you catch it? But the James version says tossed by the waters, tossed by the marine spirit. The marine spirit are connected to double mindedness. The marine spirit is connected to double mindedness. Did you catch it? It says a double minded man is like a wave. Tossed in the waters. Who's in the waters? Who's in the waters? Tossing you. A mar the marine demon kingdom. The marine spirits. Did you catch it? The marine spirits are in the water. Come here. Come on. Yeah, come on. And once you come in, the did you catch it? Marine spirit is connected to double-mindedness. Because the Bible says, the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. They are like the wave in the water. Wave in the water. Tossed. Tossed by what? Water spirits. Tossed by what? Marine spirits. Did you catch it? Did you catch Marine spirits, water spirits in the kick in there. And the marine spirit is governed by Leviathan for my Leviathan people. Keep thinking Leviathan. Okay, I'm going to say Leviathan so you can get satisfied. All right. Leviathan is the king of the king of the water spirits. All right. You got out your system. So sick of talking about Leviathan. That's Baby Christian talk. That's baby, that's baby deliverance stuff. All right. Look at this. Watch this. All right. Look at this. By the wave in the water. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Let's connect Ephesians 4. Now watch this. How are waves tossed? By what? By the other group of demons, the demons of the prince of the power of the air. The Bible says wind, the wind is moving them. The wind is moving them. Wind of doctrine, wind of doctrine. Where does the doctrine affect your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind gets affected. Let me give you an example of this. Christians are the only people that we love people that we hate. Christians are the only people that I know that we work with people that we know don't like us. And then we say we love you, but we don't love them. But then we love them and we don't love them. And we say that we're friends, but we know we're not friends. But we're friends with people that we know we're not friends. Double mindedness. Did you catch it? And it starts where? 
right here, right here. Did you catch it? It starts with the wind, first level of demons, Prince, princes of the air, princes of the air, wind, 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 wind. Blowing what? Wind of doctrine. That's what the Bible says. Doctrine of demons, seducing spirits. <laughs> doctrine of demons, wind, seducing spirits, water. Did you, did you catch it? Did you catch it? Doctrine of demons, because the wind, wind of doctrine, wind of doctrine, Ephesians, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Okay, what are the wind of doctrine? Doctrine of demons or doctrinal idolatry, which means they can make, you know, now, okay, what does this got to do with double-mindedness? Very simple. When you don't know your Bible, we make, we make up some of the dumbest teachings. The dumbest teachings come out of our revelation. And when, and when we don't know what God is doing or what God is saying, we just kind of just make it up. Like, you know, the Spirit of God does this and the Spirit of God told me that. And, and, it, and, and none of it makes sense. None of, none of it makes sense. And left And if left long enough, psychosis will develop, which means you will believe your own whatever's in here. Whatever's in here, right? And then you're fine one day, and then the next day, something comes right out the waters. Something comes right out the waters and grabs your double-mindedness and starts toss and starts tossing you. Starts tossing you. Starts tossing you. You want to know how? You want to know how this works? Marine spirits are what are what's behind you. Are what's behind Christians switching from spiritual father to spiritual father? You miss what I just said. They're being tossed. They go to this. They go to this movement, and they go to that movement. And they go to this movement. And they go to this one, and they stay under this one for two years. And then you know the spiritual father stuff doesn't last longer than three years. Folks don't last longer than three years in almost any covering. You know what I'm saying? If you last longer than three years, then you a real son or daughter of that thing. Christians don't last longer than three years. The first year is the honeymoon. The second year is the negative dreams. And by the third year, if you're married, all you're doing is arguing about the covering. And then you just say, I can't take this. I'm out of here because you just want peace in your house. And, and then it just is weird. All right. And then you got and then you're banished and in the exile to the phantom zone by the tribe where you come from or whatever. However, that works. <laughs> Oh, you, you want me to say that again? Folks don't last longer than three years in a covering if they're not for real. The first year is the honeymoon. My mama this, my mama that, my dad this, my movement this, my tribe this, my dad this, my papa this, my papa this. And then the second year, you start getting all these negative dreams. And, it's all, and if you're married, it's always your spouse. And then the third year, all you're doing is arguing about the dreams and now your spiritual parent is like, y'all been acting funny since last year. And then it ends with a church split or some departure. And then you're exiled to the phantom zone uh, and you're banished and then cyber bullied and then cyber jumped all over the Internet. And and, you know, and, and then the spiritual father is quiet because he doesn't send his goons after you, you know, but their hands are clean like Pontius Pilate, marine spirit. Marine spirit is behind that. Why? Marine spirit is behind double-mindedness. Double-mindedness or being tossed or being unstable. If, you, if you're struggling with being unstable, marine spirit. Marine spirit. Did you catch what I just said? 
If you're struggling with being double-minded, it is connected to the waters. The waters, did you catch it? The waters being tossed uh, to and fro, tossed to and fro. So then how, watch this. So then how do you stop that? How do you stop that? Very simple. The book of the book of Hebrews talks about the anchor to your soul. It actually says that. It says, as we draw near to the anchor of our, why would it say anchor? Why would the author of the book of Hebrews put in the text anchor? Anchor is what stabilizes boats. You miss what I miss what I just said. Anchor. The anchor. Did you catch it? What is an anchor? Let's paraphrase it. Firmness. That your yes is yes. And you know what? This is the direction I'm going. I'm not going to. That's the direction I'm going. Watch this. And go in that direction even if you mess it up. You know, but all of this switching directions. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Let's go this way. And then let's go this way. Watch my hands. Watch my hand. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Let's go this way. The Lord saying go this way. The Lord saying go this way. And then 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 go this way. Wave. Wave. Water. Like water. God says go this way. Then go this way. Then go this way. Did you catch it? Did you did you catch the prophetic gesture that I just did? It went from God says go this way. No, God says go this way. And the Lord told me this. And then the Lord told me that. And then the Lord told me this. The Lord told me this. And then next thing you know, you just you just this. And, and and that's why nobody wants to make you. That's why you got the office. Nobody wants to invite you to preach. Unstable. That's why nobody wants to be your papa, mama. Unstable. Uh, everybody's talking about you. You've been going. You've been around the block a little bit. All right. Uh, that's why you haven't been able to be stable in the church. Marine spirit. Uh, you haven't been able to be consistent in your prayer life. And fifteen years saved and still can't pray. Marine spirit. <laughs> God sent me here today to help you make the connection because you've been praying. You've been praying, God, what's wrong with me? You've been focused on the wrong area. I'm here to tell you, Marine Spirit is what's behind double-mindedness. You know, I had a conversation with someone the other day. They called my office. As a matter of fact, it was, I think, I was, I think it was on Friday. And it's unfortunate, but this is a popular trend. Christians turning to witchcraft in moments of desperation. You know, uh, literally, just so desperate that they're actually turning to the dark side for a split moment. And I'm on the, I'm, I'm ministering to this person and I, I had to tell them, I said, whoa, 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 you, you know, when you're a Christian and then you get desperate and you turn to the dark side for a few moments and let's say you repent. Okay. God will forgive you. Uh, but turning to the dark side, that's an immense infraction. That's not like a lustful thought. When you, that is a manifestation of double mindedness and it is a humongous sin before the eyes of the Lord. You can't just repent and think it's all over. You got to get into some season of fasting. You got to get in here and find out what is in me that would make me. Turn to the dark side 
And then, you know, you repent. Ah, forgive me, Lord. And then come back. Oh, that's not how this works when it comes to that particular sin. That's not how this works. In other stuff, that's how it works. You get a lustful thought. Or let's say you went half a day in lust and your mind was wandering and you went with it. And you catch yourself like, Father, forgive me. I'm sorry. God forgives you. You get back on track. But when you turn to the dark side and you just go there and then you catch yourself because you scurred because demons are manifest. You're like, oh, what the heck? And you run for this. You run back to Jesus. He'll receive you. Oh, double mindedness in the in this particular area. It's not just repent. You got to get into a season of fasting and go in there and find out what is in here. That would make me fold under pressure to go to the dark side. Watch this. And now is when you're going to get mad. If you know your spiritual parent is a Jezebel and a warlock and you stay there because of honor, you under a marine spirit. That's double mindedness. Because when God shows you something of that capacity, there is no I'm going to ride this thing to the end. Oh, God is saying, save your soul. I don't understand how folks could have God show them that stuff. I'm not talking about faults and struggles. I'm not saying that you ride with your spiritual parent in all their struggles because everybody struggles. But I'm talking about conniving spiritual parents sleeping with their spiritual children, you know, marrying them and all this crazy foolishness. Talking about the lost head, you know, and... uh and God is showing you something is off. And folks just stick around like, you know, because, you know, I'm going to keep faithful to my word. I ain't never leaving because I told him that's double mindedness, double mindedness. Did you catch it? Now watch this. I'm going to show you a revelation connected to that with the waters. So the children of Israel. And then I'm out of here, guys. The children of Israel uh, worship a golden calf, right? Moses comes down the mountain. He flips. Aaron is shook because he, he Ahab. He couldn't control the people. And it happens. Every leader goes through a season of that. You know, God still used him. He still became our the first high priest of the tabernacle, you know. And watch this. Moses... Takes the golden calf. I'm going to show you where Moses messed up. <laughs> Have you ever asked yourself, but I got, I'm going to end with this, but I got delivered. And let me tell you something, man. I'm tossing out revelation bombs. You ever ask yourself, but I got delivered from that. Like I remember the day and the demon, the demon came out of me. And then you find Remnants of that thing still lingering. Maybe uh, two years later, you, sh you find that little remnants are there and you're like, whoa, I thought I got delivered. Like, I'm going to show you what happened. I'm going to show you what happened. And, and let me just say this. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I thought I got delivered from my Bronx personality. And then this pandemic came 
And I've been spazzing out on everybody talking foolish on Facebook. I'm like, Jesus, you got to deliver me. I thought I got delivered from that. I was quiet for the last three years. And now in the last four months, I've been spazzing out like, Jesus, get me free. <laughs> Watch this. Moses takes the golden calf. He grinds it to powder. He grinds. Let me say that again. Let me say it again. He grinds. He grinds it to powder. Right? He grinds it to powder. Now the calf is the idol. Right? The calf is the idol. He grinds it to powder. So watch this. Can we agree that 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says behind every idol there's a demon? Paul said that. He said behind... He said, idols are not anything, but behind every idol, there's a demon. So this lets me know, behind every idol, there's a demon, right? And guess what he does? He takes the grains and the powder of the gold. He goes to the waters. Oh, don't play with me. He goes to the waters he takes the waters, he takes the waters and he puts the gold in it. He puts the gold in it and he makes him drink it. And he says, you're going to drink this. You love this idol so much, you're going to drink it. And you see anybody drinking. No wonder the children of Israel couldn't get rid of their idolatry. Oh, you're not right. There's gold residual all in their system. Oh, y'all not ready. Ah. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. And let me tell you something. What I'm sharing with you, you ain't never hear nobody say. This comes straight from Pagani, straight from the throne. This is, this is the stuff I be sitting on for years. And this is what I'm telling you, this revelation. I've had this revelation for years. I just... Don't share it because sometimes the body of Christ is just not ready for stuff. You know, sometimes they think they're ready, but then they're not. And I don't want to argue with nobody trying to call me a heretic, you know, um, you know, because of revelation they don't understand. And then 10 years they go, oh, I get it now. But you don't forgot you don't call me a heretic for 10 years. OK, watch this. He takes the gold. He mixes it with the waters. And he makes him drink it. He says, drink this. And guess what? They got delivered from the idol, but they drunk the larva. They drunk and the particles, the particles, the particles merged with them, right? Merge with them, and every time that idolatrous demon came around, the Bible says the children of Israel couldn't help themselves. They just couldn't help themselves. All throughout the Old Testament, they couldn't help themselves. They couldn't help themselves. As a matter of fact, if you read Ezekiel chapter 16, God even rebuked 
Samaria and Jerusalem and told them, you guys worship idols more harder than even the Gentiles. The Gentiles don't even, don't even go that hard with their idols, but my people do. He says, you guys go so hard that even the Gentiles are turned off by you. Let me give you an example of that. You ever met a backslidden anointed Christian? You ever met a you ever met a backslidden preacher? You ever met you know those of you don't you remember when you go to a club? Those of you that were in the world, you go to a club, there's a bunch of Christians, a bunch of backslidden Christians in there. And you ever seen a backslidden Christian? They look silly in sin. You know, if you're gonna sin, baby, be classy about it. You ever seen a backslidden Christian? They drink the whole alcohol. They drink, they overdrink, they oversmoke. It's like they just, they got to get that thing out. Even the worldly friends be like, yo, calm down, man. You need to go back to church. What's wrong with you, man? Man, we don't even smoke that much weed, man. What's wrong with you? We smoke, you know, we get high. You see this, they just ODing, getting, getting high like crazy. You ever, you ever, you ever seen a backstage Christian fornicating? They screwing everybody. Worldly, some worldly people don't even screw everybody. They got class with sin. They're like, you know what? I, I, you know, what? that stuff is there. That stuff is there. Watch this. I'll give you another one. Would you like another revelation with that? So the Bible says, you can go read this. You can do a word search on this, what I'm about to tell you. The Bible says, if a man feels his wife, you can go read this in the book of Deuteronomy. If a man feels that his wife is committing adultery, but can't prove it, but he suspects that she is. He is to bring her to the tabernacle. <laughs> and the Bible says the priest is to take some dirt, mix it with water, and make her drink it. And the Bible says if her belly bloats, She's guilty. Oh, water spirit again. Water spirit. Did you did you catch that? This is in the Bible. Go read this. It says if the man suspects his wife is committing adultery. You know what I'm saying? They are to give her a cup of water mixed with dirt. If she drinks it, she drinks it. Bible says if her belly bloats, she is guilty. Why? 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 Because of the larvae already living in her field. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.